Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up on this final edition of our podcast for 2023, two Cochise County supervisors plead not guilty to election-related charges. Get ready for a wet weekend ahead. A cat video from space and more. Cochise County's two Republican supervisors were arraigned in Maricopa County Superior Court today for two counts of conspiracy and interference with an election officer. Summer Hom reports. In the hearing that took only 10 minutes, Supervisors Tom Crosby and Peggy Judd both pleaded not guilty to the felony charges. The indictment handed down by the state grand jury relates to the actions the two Republican supervisors took last year in not voting to certify the 2022 general election canvas by the state's deadline. Crosby said in 2022 he wanted to table the issue to a later time to allow public comment. The state sued, and a judge ordered the Cochise County Board of Supervisors to meet and certify the canvas. Crosby did not attend that vote. The two supervisors are expected to be back in court in February for their initial pretrial conference. I'm Summer Hom, AZPM News. The state of Arizona resolved a recent funding issue with the Pinal County Sheriff's Department over federal reimbursement grants worth $150,000. In a video posted earlier this month on X, formerly known as Twitter, Sheriff Mark Lamb accused Governor Katie Hobbs of withholding the funds. He said they're used to fund a DUI task force with extra patrols looking for people driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol. A Hobbs spokesperson says there was a communication breakdown and the process for distributing federal funds had changed. No grant monies were cut. The commission, determining whether Pima County will build a new jail, plans to release its initial findings about the current state of the county's detention services early Friday. County officials say the report will present the most important information gathered by the Blue Ribbon Commission, a 10-member volunteer board that spent the last nine months assessing the issues facing the county jail and possible solutions. After that first report is released, an online survey will open the day after Christmas, giving members of the public a chance to submit their feedback. Commission Chair Daniel Sharp told the Board of Supervisors he expects to present a final recommendation by mid-February. A white Christmas might not be in Tucson's forecast this year, but a wet weekend is. A storm system from the Pacific Ocean will drop rain on much of the southwest, mainly on Friday and early Saturday. The Tucson metro area is expected to get about one and a half inches of rain. Snow is expected in the Catalinas and Mount Graham. Gary Zell with the National Weather Service says it's not a major storm, but still might interfere with travel plans. We have a wet Pacific storm system that will bring widespread precipitation to southeast Arizona starting late tonight into Sunday morning. Minor urban nuisance flooding and ponding of water is expected. Zell says one concern is that low-lying streams and washes will start to flood after sundown on Friday, adding to the potential for vehicles to become stuck. Authorities say drivers should always turn around rather than trying to drive through a flooded wash because it's impossible to know how deep the water is. The Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona will be closed between Christmas and New Year holidays. People who need to pick up monthly food boxes need to do so before the food bank closes for the year. Distribution centers in Nogales, Green Valley, and Wilcox will also be closed. Food bank officials say during the last week of the year they traditionally see a drop in demand.
Representatives Debbie Lesko and Raul Grijalva are co-sponsoring a bill to evaluate menopausal studies and support additional research. The bill would require the National Institutes of Health to examine the impact of menopause and paramenopause on women's health. It also calls on the NIH director to identify gaps in knowledge related to treatment of menopause. Menopause is still a misunderstood life stage, and it's estimated that more than 80% of women have experienced menopausal symptoms, including hot flashes, night sweats, depression, or anxiety and abnormal bleeding. The ASU-led Psyche mission has reached a milestone in testing a kind of space broadband. NASA's Deep Space Optical Communication System can multiply data speeds 10 to 100-fold compared to ordinary radio. From the Arizona Science Desk, Nicholas Gerbis has been following the mission. For the first time, a tightly packed train of near-infrared laser pulses has delivered high-definition video to Earth from more than 18 million miles away. Appropriately, it showed a cat named Taters chasing a laser pointer. We got Taters! Yay! <laughs> but it's not just another cat video. It's also a callback to 1928, when RCA NBC tested TV transmissions using a statue of the cartoon character Felix the Cat. NASA needs the new system, which is comparable to high-speed internet, to meet expanding mission demands and to handle high-def images and video from future missions to Mars. I'm Nicholas Gerbis in Phoenix. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to take a long week off, so we'll be back in early 2024. I'm Steve Jess. Enjoy your holidays. Thank you.